0: This is OnBot Power Hour with Rachel Mubarak. Good morning.
1: Good so. morning. How- Thank you. Yeah, it's. Um, you know. Is that
0: like one of the walls in your house? Your
1: home? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice green room. It's the green room.
0: The green room, literally. Yeah. Works out. Oh my gosh.
1: How was your week, Russia?
0: Oh, let's see. My week, um, a whole a lot of things happened. Rashida won her primary. Hey. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about that. And between her and Cori Bush, like, it's just mm-hmm. going to be a whole new Congress, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and obviously, with everything that happened in Libyan, um, so it's, it's, It's been a week, but I feel like it's uh, something that we wake, like, we go to sleep praying that, like, you know, we won't wake up to the most horrible news, but I think that's what it is these days. How are you? How's your week?
1: Yeah, that's so real. Um, Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty wild, (laughs) and, um, yeah, man, I mean, there's, like, so much, there's so much going on every day, but I, like, I feel really, um, I don't know, like, yeah, maybe, I mean, I don't know how we can we can talk about this or not, but, like, yeah, what happened in Beirut, like, really, really messed me up, you know?
0: It really messed me up, too. It's a lot. Yeah. I think, um, like, just seeing the scenes coming, it was actually the same day as the uh, or she the election and I was right like, what is happening right now and yeah i
1: don't
0: know i i think for a long time i would always say like the people of beirut and Lebanon, like they're the happiest people on earth when i was there it was like it didn't matter like where you were at 10 p.m. they would start to drum and dance and um It's almost as if we put this burden on them that they always have to be like these happy people right and it's just kind of like I felt like wow I was always that person I would say oh Beirut people are always happy no matter what's happening but in reality it's like how do we alleviate them from so much excruciating pain right now and yeah donate folks there's a lot of stuff that we've been sharing all week so um yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is this like, I don't know. I hope this doesn't sound trivial, but just like stay with me. All right. That's that's all I ask. Right. So um, so earlier in the I think it was I can't remember which day of the week it was, but like kind of early in the week, like on the same day, found out that um, that. Cardi and Megan Thee Stallion were gonna like drop a video on Friday. Yes. I was like, yes! Like, yes. what a solid collaboration, right? And then I think that same day, um, it was announced that like Bobby Shmurda was gonna get out of prison um, this week, and I was like, oh! I, so I was like, F- first of all, you know, whatever. It's been like a wild summer, <laughs> um, in some um, good ways and just some intense ways, and it's been a a good word. Like, yeah, exactly. You know? Um, but there's just like a lot of, um, yeah, just really good music, um, coming through that's been helpful. Um, particularly black music, you know, like Beyonce's, um, Black is King, like finally watched it with my pod the other night and I was, you know, whatever like that would be expected. Amazing and like the Flow Milli, the Flo Milli mixtape drop, which I've been really excited about. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put this out there. Uh, we don't have, w- 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 right? Okay, we don't have to get into this, and it, it's controversial. But I'm just gonna put this out there. Um, the new Taylor Swift, the new Taylor Swift is solid. All right, if you're yeah. into that kind of thing. Taylor, I don't, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Taylor, Taylor's got some hits. So anyway, whatever. Good stuff. Primarily black kids. folks. Yeah, you know, Taylor, not, not, a, not a black musician. Um, arguably one of the whitest, but it's, yeah. a, but she she's, she's, she's not black, but, super white. but blonde. <laughs> she's blonde, you know, and, um, but Taylor's got some bangers. So whatever point is. I've been, I've been, you know, it's been a roller coaster. I see, I see you, the, the, the laugh emoji, Elisa. That's cool. It's all, it's all good. You know I stand, Taylor. Um, so, whatever. It's been, it's been, like, wild summer, um, but music has been, like, one of those consistent things that I've been psyched about, right? And then I was like, yo, Bobby Schmurter's getting out, which, like, for, you know, whatever, like, fuck incarceration, so, but, and also... Like just psyched about what, what that means for hip hop and for the culture, and people are like really psyched. So I was like, yes, this is gonna be a solid week. Like, you know, it's gonna, n- it's gonna, it's gonna be happen. good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Trump's not gonna like fuck this up. And um and uh yeah, Beirut, like it was it was just so <sighs> so so beyond you know what i mean like what i what i i mean when i when i i heard that something happened and then watched that video it was so beyond like anything i could have imagined you know
0: yeah it is something that i think that um so many of us are still trying to process i'm sure with people on the ground but um but i think what is just they've gone through so much like the people of Lebanon, but also the refugees there, the Palestinians, the Syrians, um, the aggression of Israeli forces, their own government, it's just, they haven't in so many years been able to catch a breath, right, They're still, yeah, it's, it's like survival mode of trying to be like trying to survive your survival mode, I feel like and it's.
1: Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, the um, last year, not so much in the United States, but around the world was just like a year of revolt. This year in the United States, so shout out to Black-led rebellion. Cool. Yeah. Um, but but, um, but last year it was like Chile, you know, Iraq, Ecuador, Haiti, Puerto Rico. Um, Hong Kong, and, you know, Lebanon. And, like, honestly, I found what was happening in Lebanon to be, you know, one of, if not the most, like, moving to me. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it felt so deep. Um, And, um, like, so much was being stirred up. And uh, so it's 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 on one hand it's so intense to go from that to even the situation before the explosion in in yeah. Lebanon was like right. rough, you know what I mean like like really yeah. intense poverty and inequality um and yeah, I remember and I've been
0: thrived from basic negligence of their government or um Just occupation of Israel from years and years, and it's just it's a lot. And I think seeing the people of Lebanon protest in the street, I showed the world that like this is how we do. This is how we unite. Like and like you've seen the people of Lebanon like unite in a way that was so powerful that resonated with all of us across the globe, right? So Mm -hmm. to see that now and, and, and. how just amplified their pain has been and just it's a lot but you know it's they are resilient but they also they also bleed they also cry they also feel right like this Mm -hmm. this idea of what resilience is, is is doesn't mean that um it's not hard to rebuild and continue to rebuild from what you're rebuilding from before so it's just the cycle I think that keeps happening in Beirut um, mm-hmm.
1: and how far impacted. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I'm thinking about when um just like the, what you just said about cycle, like I'm thinking about, um, I was listening to a report on the radio where like, um, you know, an older Lebanese, um, woman was talking about like surviving the civil war and being really reluctant to participate in some of the protests because just because like she wanted so bad, like stability for mm. her children. Right. Like she didn't want them to go through it. And, 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 so just like, like trying not to rock the boat. But then after this, she was like, look, it doesn't matter, like, like, whether we fight or not, because of the people running this country, my children are growing up in a world where they're, they're, they're dealing with this kind of violence and inequality. So now I'm in the streets, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just think about, like, how also there's always, like, you know, a disconnect between some of the generational population like within the, i think the lebanese community but the arab community but just like how yes everyone was in the streets but it was really led by the youth and i think mm. that that speaks volumes right like and but speaks volumes um in a sense like to your point is that this generation is having to constantly like this is their life um how do we make change but also how do we survive in this moment in this world in this life um and i just can't imagine what it's like right now considering everything that's led up to it and the global pandemic that's just a whole nother layer um Mm -hmm. on top of it right so people that are already impacted by the poverty there or um inaccessibility to medical relief any of that right so what does that even look like
1: Mhm. Yeah, exactly. Um just shout out to my yeah. goddaughter. Yeah, Um yeah, you know, I mean yeah, no, I, I so I so appreciate that because it's like you know, yeah, it's like what happens when you have crisis in crisis. You know what I mean? Like um and that's just true man, I mean I I know you know I'm just I'm very aware that this conversation can get like super dark. (laughs) But but like
0: feel though. I mean this is just the reality. Like there's no trying like and I think this I don't want to say new world we're living in because a lot of us have been living in this world as far as understanding what it um these racist structures that continue to um impact people all over the world right but i I think now more digestible for us to just Mm -hmm. be more for folks to be real um or it's i just feel like at this point there's just no there's no filter there's no chill there's no like Mm -hmm. before it goes out it's just it needs to things need to be said and things need to be um done so yeah go ahead (laughs)
1: Away. <laughs> word, word, word. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm just just thinking about, I mean, obviously, like so much of the world, there's so much intensity, but like just in, you know, in the Middle East, like before. So, you know. Like before this, this like explosion, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there's already the the like really dire inequality in Lebanon we were talking about. But, like, a lot of my attention was going to, like, in Iran, it was just, like, weeks of, like, other explosions that were, like, you know, like, the open secret. Like, everybody knows it was was sabotage from Israel and the U.S., right? Right. Um, And so, like, that was happening, right? Um, You know, in Syria, man, like, talk about, like, crisis... Like in crisis, like I've just been um you know like um as both like a human person, and like for my um work you know like i um i i I do research and try to talk about and learn about like displaced people right, and like just thinking about like people who've been displaced within Syria. It, and just having nowhere to go, you know, just be just being stuck. Um, and like we've got like COVID, you know, coming to refugee camps now, right? Similar situation in Yemen. Um, and then of course in Palestine, it's been like, you know, it's just it's just been it's just been um it's just been so heavy. So
0: it's heavy. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a lot. So d- yeah. I guess, um, tell folks what you, you know, what kind of work that you are doing, like you're talking about, you do a lot of work around displaced people and just kind of what you want Instagram folks to know about (laughs) what they do. And I think it's super relevant to everything that we're talking about up until this point, right? So.
1: Word. Um, well, I, I think like uh well you know I think of my job like so so okay i i work at a think tank called the Institute for Policy Studies, where I'm the middle east fellow <laughs> um, but um but you know and 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 it means that like i yeah i um uh i guess my my role is mostly kind of focusing on u s imperialism in the middle east um you know what the u s does and support like for the middle that's east happening right. Now. Exactly right exactly um, oh, yeah. It, yeah, and it you know it also means like researching the u s war on terror, which is of course like centered in the Middle East and Central Asia, but like expands around the world, so anyway, I, I think of my job like in life <laughs> as um interrogating u s empire and <laughs> yeah. You know, and like just supporting its, you know, undoing, um, through, like resistance and rebellion and decolonization. You know, um, so that's my job. That's <laughs> my work. <laughs>
0: um, you know, I Cody, like I want to tell folks how we first met and like, you know, how really how you've been an amazing friend, but also like a comrade that like I cherish and I value so much. Um, So when we first met was, where were we? Were we at the, were you at the, was it the first day at the university?
1: It was at Howard University. Yeah. Yeah. Howard Law School.
0: Okay, and, like, you had invited some of um, the delegation from the Palestinian delegation to speak or be a part, and I was just, like, mind-blown about how much of a genius you were, <laughs> but also, like, how intentional you were. And I think um, after that, we clicked, right? So, but also how we continued to be in a relationship and, like, You were there for me with a lot of like 2018 elections and how, um, you know, I never forget like sitting, you know, at a coffee shop and just like pouring my heart out to you about everything that happened um, in 2018 elections and how, you know, folks, even progressive folks um, in Florida specifically were trying to keep Palestine out of the equation, Mm -hmm. um, specific how many ways i was marginalized in that work and just seeing your face one it's a breath of fresh air but two just like you holding that and carrying that and helping me like you know remember like that this is the world that we're living in as far as this is what resistance looks like and so from there i started to think about what kind of work right to do i don't want to compromise my values i don't want to right anything that I believe in so that's what led me to unbought power right you are some one of the few people that I um, looked into for advice and trusted and um, because I believe that you embody everything unbought and what it means to be unbought in this world especially in this world of activism and decolonization and um, what that looks like so I just kind of want like your experience as you know, as you do this work, it's very easy for people to be like, well, we're working towards liberating this community. So can not you just put this community aside until we, you know, and there's a lot of times where I think people are put in that position and kind of, you know, curious as to how you've been able to be so unconditional in, in this work, right? And, you know, what that looks like. Because I guess you know, it's yeah. so easy for folks to be like so left and so like, well, accountability is like what mm. it really is. like. People are quoting Angela, <laughs> Dr. Angela Davis, but like, are we practicing like mm-hmm. a lot of this? So I just kind of like, put that out there. Like, you've been an amazing person in in how you know, unbought power came about, but also how you've been there for me as a friend and what it really means to be in a relationship is to struggle together within the struggle. And, um, so I kind of just wanted to, one, thank you. Um, and just, you know, what, what your thoughts are on that?
1: Ah, well, thank I mean, I mean, I'm so like, I feel so like such immense gratitude to be in relationship with you. Um, and, uh, yeah um okay i want to respond to your questions and thoughts i, I, I want to yeah no it's all good it's all good my partner, yeah on, okay, so uh, awesome together. like seriously what an honor okay so one is uh just uh, in the chat um lena lena bobina uh asks is this Khudi from boston it is it is indeed Khudi from boston <laughs> um <laughs> i'm in boston I'm in, I'm in i'm in cambridge right now at the moment um and shout out, shout out my friend Robin, who I saw join. All right, I'm, I'm gonna, I no, might, might keep doing shout outs. Fans, please, y'all,
0: well, there... showing the love, and if y'all have questions too, I love it. I'd love to
1: see Well, it. I mean, it's just like, Sorry. you know, no, no, not at all. Like what you just said about, like, relationships, right? Like, I, there was, I don't know, you know, whatever. I, I think relationships are kind of the essence of being human. Um, Right. But in, in particular, like, thinking about that in terms of resistance, I remember there was a point, it was when Trump came in, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like, we will not survive unless we take care of each other. You know what I mean? Like, we will not, mm-hmm. it, it will not happen. And, you know, I feel I feel grateful to have been, like, you know, like organizing in left spaces, or just you know, right. just like in activism, like for a while. And you know, sometimes people are good at taking care of each other, and often not. You know, <laughs>
0: exactly, <the> opposite.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know, so it all l- evolved,
0: like <laughs> created harm and like right. Know, exactly. It's just like how you realize that and recognize right. that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, I've learned a lot of lessons the hard way, you know, Um, like, I have my own regrets about ways that I wish I was better at caring for people. And so, anyway, I just think that relationships are so important. And, um, you know, the the kind of the context in which um, you and I met, like, um, you know, I think like, like, both of us spent a lot of time. Or slash, we just are who we are, like located (laughs) in a kind of like black Palestine, you know, nexus in particular. You know what I mean? Like, um, and yeah, like part of part of something called Black for Palestine. Like, have been um, just you know the question of like being in solidarity with Palestinian freedom struggle and thinking about like black liberation and the ways that black liberation are bound up with everybody's liberation and like, you know, that, that black Palestine connection in particular being just like a powerful, powerful space that I feel really lucky and grateful to kind of be located in. So anyway, you know, when you, when you, when you ask like, you know, like what, what I've learned just like what I've learned about like trying to, um, I don't know, man, like, like, like be grounded or committed in a, in a way that feels genuine. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like so much of that, I mean, I, I guess one way to get at that is for me, like, I feel really lucky to have grown up like hearing stories of the civil rights movement and of black struggle, you know, um, before me and like learning on a on a basic level like wow okay here's what happened in the 1960s here's what happened during the time of slavery um, and learning about people who were incredibly courageous you know I um when I was a kid in my hometown Albany New York shout out Albany <laughs> uh, so, Oh, Hudi, you're, you're, you're lost. Can Hold we, on, let's wait. Uh, Yo, are we back? <laughs> oh my gosh, Sh- so sad, but so, so man, nice. I you're, here you are. Have
0: to talk to you, folks. Uh, Lena said she missed a part. How Hoody, how we met you and I. We met at Howard University. Hudi Ho- was helping organize this really dope panel for one of the classes um, on Black Palestine Solidarity. But welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for everybody's patience. You know, it's funny. Like I, I shout out my hometown and then like, just got cut, but yeah. whatever. Albany. Be... Oh yeah, I know exactly. And yeah, It's over. All right. So, you know, Albany gets no respect, whatever. Anyway. So as I, when I was a kid, um, you know, my, um, my church that I went to was, um, it was a stop on the underground railroad, um, you know, for, for people escaping slavery. And like, I remember, like, you know, we would have Sunday school in the basement and there were like hiding places where like escaped enslaved people were, you know, people would escape slavery would hide on, on their way to North, you know, to freedom. And just thinking about like learning about not only the risks that those people took, you know, for their freedom, but also like the risks that, people took in solidarity with them, you know what I mean? To build this network that extended from the South into upstate New York and into Canada. So anyway, I just like, I, I feel very lucky that I, I kind of, I grew up with a, um, a, a background that wasn't, it wasn't like super political, but it was I this idea you're that.
0: You're such a humble bumblebee. You're just like, I mean, I, <laughs> you like I, magic, magic, amazing. You're like, you know, I just feel really grateful. I'm like, all up
1: yeah. I, mean it's, oh, I mean, it's, 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 that's okay. It's one of the things like I've, I've learned that like not everybody grew up with that. You know what I mean? So I feel, I feel grateful, but it was like, it wasn't like, you know, again, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't grow up with, you know, whatever you like, you know, communists, um, <laughs> but, but like, but <laughs> I grew clear. up you know, to be clear, you know, I got there, but, 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 you know, um, but, um. But the, the, um, it was this idea that like, you know, you do the right thing when challenged, you know what I mean? Like for freedom. Um, so that was, that was sort of just like in the background. And then, um, like in terms of me consciously becoming a political person, like it was, it was Palestine, you know, like when I was 14, like my, my, um, my ninth grade, like global studies teacher did a lesson about Palestine. He, you know, we were on the Middle East unit. Oh. <laughs> and we, we did, you know, there were, I mean, if there were Palestinian folks in my hometown, like I didn't know any, like I, I w- it would be like years before I met, you know, and actually connected with Palestinian folks. Um, but I learned that, you know, my, my teacher was, he, one day he was like, you know, today I'm just going to teach you why the Palestinians are so pissed off. That wow. was like how we began class. We didn't right? Him. Shout up shout out Mr. Dugan, you know? I and like he just Mr. Dugan. I hope he's
0: still around teaching other folks and
1: unlearning. Me too. For <laughs> real. And it was like he he showed us and the thing that I remember the most was he showed us the maps. You know what I mean? Of like what land was was, you know, in possession of Palestinians and how Palestinians were dispossessed. And I was like I was like, is this for real? Like, you know, like-
0: at a young yeah. age, like, you just think people do what's right, right? And that they understand what's right is right, is wrong, is wrong. But in reality, when you learn that at an early age, that people don't operate from that, they do quite the opposite, like, systems of oppression and all that, and people in power, right? So, yeah.
1: Right, right. And also, like, I, I heard a very different story about Palestine. Like, I actually had heard, like, the you know i was like a social studies nerd so i read through my like textbook in 6th grade and it had the la- you know the last chapter on the 20th century or whatever it had the whole people without a land for a land without a people like the whole thing the whole thing and it was like i remember it even had the thing it was like you know the 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 israelis made the desert bloom and it was like a photo of these flowers and i was like wow flowers wow. in a desert like i didn't know anything i was like wow you Talk about what
0: optics? Like you just associate like flowers blooming with like
1: no, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so uh, you know that's the story that I that I grew up with. And I um, I actually this is like a a funny um or it is whatever. It's just a a, a life tidbit. Um, yes. when I was in uh, yeah, so I was a I was a Boy Scout as a child. I don't know if
0: you're still there. You good?
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm there. Can you <laughs> hear me?
0: Yeah, I'm like little. There's okay. a little trauma there every time it starts to like cut out. I'm like, no,
1: Cody. Okay, I go. know. It's so real. I know. We're gonna get through this. So um, <laughs> yeah. So I was I was a Boy Scout and um, and I was part. Of, oh, are you there? Oh, there we go. You there?
0: Yeah, my phone is there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, no, it's okay. The Instagram doesn't want me to tell this story about Boy Scout life, but um, Thank you. Oh, we're gonna try again. I'm, I'm going to make it quick. I was my Boy Scout troop met at the Jewish Community Center, um, and so I had like all like all these um, friends in, in my Boy Scout troop who were Jewish kids, and like a lot of them, when we turned thirteen, were were getting trips to Israel for the Bar Mitzvah, right? And they would come back and be like. Oh, you know, you got to go to Israel. It's so cool. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I was learning. That's what I heard. You know, and I heard about like the kibbutzim and like this is like these are like these little socialist societies. You know, and how cool. Um, and um, so I, so that, so I wasn't just somebody who had never heard about Palestine. I heard the Zionists about Palestine. You wow. know. But and and been, you wouldn't just
0: learn about like what's happening in Palestine. You've been actually like you were being taught like about Zionism and like being fed Zionism.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I and I really like honestly, I really identified with it. You know what I mean? Like because this is the story is it's a compelling story. I mean, you know, we know the history of of how Jews have been treated. You know what I mean? And um and when i learned about the holocaust like that was it became you know i think about um you know when i think about the kind of like um like these these things that i learned about in history that were that formed like my like moral compass and like in in kind of political compass and still like still today like these feel like foundation it's like history of slavery Um, The treatment of black folks, you know, it was the genocide against native people of this place, you know, Um, it was the US atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki and today is Nagasaki day, you know, 75 years ago today, the US dropped the atomic bomb on Nagasaki, like learning about that changed my life. And it was the Holocaust, like those were the four points of my of my compass for like you know, at the foundation of my worldview, and, and, and so
0: age like too, like
1: yeah, 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 I learned about that, yeah, so so, so anyway, like the the idea, like the the kind of Zionist myth was so compelling, especially you know, I didn't understand this at the time, consciously, but for like a black kid coming into an awareness of what it meant to be black. Like, the idea that this group of people who've been oppressed for thousands of years finally come out on top, they get their own country, they make the desert bloom. It was so compelling. Mm -hmm. So when I was in class that day and my teacher was like, there's another side of this story, I was like, what? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Um, And then I, you know, like
0: like... Was it like, when you heard it, were you hesitant of the information being presented or was it like okay, okay that makes sense
1: i you know what i feel i felt compelled to like investigate it to learn about it because I, I was like huh i never heard that and um so and again i didn't i didn't know i didn't know palestinians you know um yeah and so yeah i ended up um this is like a you know i i, I volunteered at this um Really rad place in Albany called the Social Justice Center, and they had That's this awesome. like, yeah, really rad. It was a rad. It was an awesome hometown. Shout yeah, out Albany again. Like
0: really cool. This is like. It was a-
1: great. Yeah, and and like you know, shout out to so so they they um there was a store downstairs in this building um that sold fair trade goods, and um, and you know the it was run by adults of course um who were like you know people who i think did like central america solidarity in the 80s um and so like i show up as this 14 year old kid and i'm like can i work here and they're like uh sure you know um so like shout shout out out. to them no they said yeah i guess so you know
0: (laughs) i love
1: it yeah so like shout out to those adults for letting this like weird you know teenager hang hang out and um anyway they had they had um, that you know what they had Middle East report the magazine and they had all this stuff about Palestine so I just ah. like read it you know what I mean and I was like so I, anyway the point is like I just I felt like I need to learn about Palestine and I read some stuff and I was like okay this story is for real this is a group of people <laughs> you know what I mean and um, and like I like I'm with them you know and like there, there was a there's a button they sold buttons at this store that I, that I volunteered at they, and they had a button that said, end the occupation. And there was wow. a point at which I was like, all right, I'm ready to buy this button, like put it on. And like, I, I put it on, I wore it to school and like a bunch of my friends, like in a group walked up to me and they were like, you need to take that button off. And I was like, uh-huh. what? <laughs> um, And that was, that was the thing is like, I, it like, it was like first I learned that like Palestinians who were not, you know, who were a group of people who, who were not part of the story that I had heard, you know, and then learning that, yes, they, like, this is a real group of people involved in a freedom struggle. And then once I decided that I was with them, I learned immediately that there was a price to pay for that. Right. A huge price. Um, and, and the, but the thing is, like, especially at the time, because because now, you know, Thankfully, and, and like, this is, you know, it's for so many reasons, you know, but I think centrally just, like, the ongoing Palestinian freedom struggle itself, like, I think people who who learn about, people in my position today who, like, learn about Palestine, like, learn about it, you know, the default is that it's a freedom struggle, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, like, Black Lives Matter and free Palestine, you know what I mean? Um, But at the time, it was, like... It was not cool for me for me to do it. Be wasn't like a
0: cool hashtag or like a cool like dope shirt that people would want to order. Go with like whatever look is happening now. But it's it was it's it was something very unpopular, and I think that um, even now, right? Like so, I think what folks like like you said, like the freedom struggle. It's not new between that there was like black and Palestine solidarity, but. Um, it is new to folks, but it's not new, right? This has been around for a very long time since the civil rights movement. And so, right. um, but I think it's interesting, just like, you know, how it wasn't popular to be pro-Palestinian or um, it? like just a few years ago, people couldn't say Black Lives Matter. And these are, right. you know, so it's kind of like, you know, all these, people taking a knee now where people under or people being like yeah jerusalem shouldn't be the capital of I- israel and it's like like these like very transactional um talking points from each struggle that they're like that's good enough for me like and they think that they're being um inclusive of you know fighting for liberation for all people but um so, there's just so many similarities in that sense of how people even show up <laughs> for these movies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... it's. I, it, I mean, it's...
0: Something. MLK and Malcolm X both saw the link between different struggles and injustices.
1: Um, it's wow. true. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, that is, like, not the... I mean, again, even, like, you know, serious gratitude for, like, getting to learn about, like, you know, Dr. King and Malcolm X, but, like, that is like the, the stories that I inherited about King was not like the internationalist King, you know what I mean? It was not like the, you know, radical King. Right. I mean, I, I am grateful. I learned, I didn't learn the like very, I didn't learn the totally watered down version. Like I learned that he got arrested. Right. And he fought, he was a fighter, but you know, it was, it was, I had to learn, you know, this history of like, there's just such a deep well of, black internationalism and of black palestine solidarity you know
0: Mm -hmm. so go ahead
1: what's that no no go ahead
0: just like at a young age when like realizing like because there's this like this whole thing like you're either malcolm x or um, uh, here right
1: right 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 yeah exactly
0: like the malcolm x movie and at the end you're like i am malcolm x like i remember being super young and just being like Oh my God! This is it. They've been lying to us, like you know. So it's just like little list nostalgic moments, like in like learning about you know what the truth is. But yeah,
1: yeah. I'm gonna I I'm gonna get to how you how you came to these politics in a minute. So go get ready for that. But yeah, I mean no. the, <laughs> the 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 thing I'll lying. say is. We want to hear from oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's like, I'm asking the questions here. Um, <laughs> that's fair. But the, the, the thing is, like, I think the thing, you know, because I came to learn about w- whatever, like, um, I mean, there's so many oppressed people around the world, right? And I think what is, at least for me, like, the way I kind of came into solidarity with Palestine, it was, like, I learned that Palestinians were not just oppressed people, but were people resisting, and like, that was the price to, you know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, because, because I would talk about other, you know, I would talk about like homeless people in my hometown and people would be like, Oh yeah, it's so sad. You know what I mean? But, you know, Palestinians fought back and people were like, Whoa, that's not acceptable. Right. Like it's okay to be oppressed as long as you don't resist your oppression. And that's what I had. That's what I was, you know, you know, asked to defend. And it, I'm so grateful, you know, I'm so grateful for just, I mean, obviously like Palestinian freedom struggle is not for me, it's for Palestinian freedom, but I have benefited from it. You know what I mean? Like I've benefited from that, like being so central to my, me developing my worldview, because once you, once you commit to, once you commit to people's self-determination, it's just a different orientation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hi, I'm Hamad. I got a fan too. Hudi, look at that!
1: It's true, of course, of <laughs> course.
0: No, Hudi has a lot of fans on here. So if y'all have questions, like, please drop them here. Um, I think Hudi, like, how have you been able to can because once you become vocal and visible on unpopular what people don't want to include in like performative activism or what they think um, is like liberation should look like um wondering why you chose green for the wall
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny we'll, we'll, can, we'll get to that
0: yeah you can, you can answer but like really like how do you cont- so i guess you know when we're having these meaningful conversations with folks and like asking them to be kind of like drawing a line in the sand i think this is where we're at in the world mm-hmm. like, oh you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're not like you're either for equity and equality and freedom and justice for all people or you're not there's just no like gray area as far as like you know just like we're done with the peps progressives except on pa- palestine we're done with the poops progressives only on palestine right but like what is that how has that looked like for you i'm just like curious like has there been a moment where cuz it's exhausting it's tiring and when we say like this work is hard we mean like down to the bone hard like losing sleep like um, like livelihood being disrupted you know all of that so h- how have you been able to i like, also please answer like the green wall question but also like how <laughs> you to navigate that
1: yeah um well the um the so i you know i i think i think grasha knows this that my house all right so i until until pandemic started i was like living between boston and dc um you know which is where dc is where my um my the think tank i work for um is based um Institute for Policy Studies. And so, um and I you maybe know that like in January my house in Boston actually caught on fire. Yeah. Um, right? And so um I have been so I've been back here um since the pandemic started or oh. kind of ramped up. And my roommate who's my best friend, I live with my best friend, um and her partner has had us staying at his place um in Cambridge. So this is his green wall. <laughs> he but it was something, I'm like psyched about because I'm really uh, psyched about colors and um yeah. so uh, I feel really lucky this is like the but this, this has been my room. Um and it's a nice it. little green screen. It's
0: like, it like yeah. worked, yeah, because it's so you.
1: I know, exactly, exactly. It was kinda like waiting for me. Um so um uh yeah, but but like I don't know. I, I guess I try to, so, okay. I'll say this, like on one hand, so I feel, I feel like it's like a balance, like, like um, just like navigating. Um, like, I, I think that, I think that like, it's like I'm fighting for our freedom, right? Like we're trying to get free and that's going to happen. Like in our lifetimes, I, I think actually sooner than we think. Really? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I I I think you know, I, I I it's coming, and, um, so you know when I organize, when I learn, it's it's with the understanding that like we're getting free, like this is happening, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, it's there are. It's like history affords us these opportunities, you know, um, because it's not like um, it's not all the time that you can have like a transnational, you know, global revolt. Um, But there are times when it comes, you know what I mean? Like last time it came was in the 60s. um, And that was like the whole kind of, you know, colonized and formerly colonized world you know, was was rising, right? Um, and within the colonizing world, too, there were risings, right? And, like, this was an opportunity. And so that opportunity, I I, I, I absolutely believe that it's unfolding now, what we're experiencing. I mean, like we were just talking before about last year. Lebanon, Ecuador, Chile, Puerto Rico, Haiti. I mean, you know, and... and
0: this is it this is what and it's like every time something happens like there's always opportunity for us to radicalize others around us in those moments but
1: exactly yeah yeah and it comes in waves you know what i mean and it doesn't all come at once but and, and and every situation has its own particulars but there's a resonance right i mean i think that's what's that's it's one of the things that's so special about black palestine solidarity is like it's not like they're not they're not identical you know what i mean like i don't know what it's like to be palestinian but but when i but I, when i talk to palestinian comrades or when i read palestinian comrades it resonates i'm like that is so familiar and i know that we have things to learn from each other and to teach each other right and i i i believe that those of us who have have come to that who, who've come to see like you know the intersection and the bindings of our different struggles that we're not the last people to come to that we are earlier in the process but more people will come into that i really really believe that so i so in that regard i try to be patient like and i try to um i don't know i try to like reflect on my own like you know, my own process. Like, cause I didn't like what I know now, like I didn't know it all at once. It was a process, you know? And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people now are learning much faster than I learned. Um, you know what I mean? So like, so I try to be patient with that though. I also, to be totally honest with you there, i re- upon reflection, I actually realize there's times when I've been too patient. Um, like, like for, for me, it's actually the, the opposite of what a lot of people like, I think I've been, I've been, <laughs> I've been, like, very patient now, I'm like, me,
0: you, though, Because then there's people that are, like, uh, who's the most left contest, or who's going right. to be more accountable, and it's kind of, like.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly.
0: exactly. I, I'm all about accountability, believe me, right? But, like, yeah, there's, there's a level of, like, welcoming and, like, um, helping folks uh, unlearn, because we're all unlearning some kind of decolonization
1: right exactly yeah yeah it's so like um yeah just like thinking about this summer like reflecting on this summer and what
0: i made a point about like the george floyd became like a global um solidarity movement right so yeah there's like different iterations of what can unite um freedom struggles but like not to say it didn't exist before but maybe amplify it right
1: right yeah like i and and like i mean just thinking about like the process like of coming to a different level of understanding it's complicated it's like uncomfortable you it's know what i mean if you, right I, like if
0: you don't you feel comfortable you feel like good like you're in the wrong space like then it's not, it, it's not it's not It's not supposed to be like that like
1: yeah so many
0: moments of like discomfort and just like you know really like you have to sit with yourself and like really understand yourself and how you're showing up but also how you're showing up for others and like there's ways of like I don't know I just feel like I've been in this work for a long time and every single day like there's something else that I'm learning there's something that I'm unlearning Mm -hmm. right and it's like how I showed up yesterday might necessarily not be how I show up today, just because if I'm really like waking up in the morning and going and like being a part of this movement, I shouldn't go to bed the same activist, right? Um, so right. I just think it's a lot, and I don't think people, I don't think everyone understands that all the time. So it's just, even for a long time, it was hard for me to understand, kind of just like, you know, because I could be that person that's like hello you you there yet because i need to <laughs> here but of the, course like, people that create harm and it, it is that needs to be held accountable right but it's kind of like i guess i think my biggest frustration is people that deem themselves so progressive and like right you know, be appointed like they'll be like appointed like for instance aoc of florida like nah you're not that because aoc will say things like I don't care if you're Mexican or Palestinian, children don't belong in cages, where people in Florida, they can't say the word Palestine or Palestinian. Like, you know, so for me, it's like, Mm. my frustration is when they are aware and they're intentionally leaving it out to push their own agenda, whether that's political, individual, organizational, and thinking that they will have more wins if they do that. And not really understand, right, that we're never, if you, if you do win, it's temporary, it's not a true win, and that's not what freedom look like for any folks,
1: right, so. Right, 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 and I think that that's, like, you know, there's folks who you're describing who, like, when I, when I talk about, like, I've been maybe too patient, like, I think that, like, (laughs) folks who, um, you know, whatever, like, like, I, you know, I mean this in a genuine way, like, everybody who's trying to 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 get there and like get you know push it forward like really like shout out to everybody for doing yeah. your part you know what I mean like i i and it's you know it's really important and also I realize that there there are people who I've assumed were on the same page as me and like they haven't been um and I'm I've been you know I think I've been a little too patient with that or not not quick enough you know what I mean so whatever that's that but One of the, one of the pieces you're talking about, like, I just think about how we, there's this thing about how we understand, you know, the struggle and how we understand oppression and how we understand ourselves. And, like, for me, that, like, when I think about, like, the discomfort that comes with learning, that's part of it is, like, because, because there's a point at which you, you realize, you're like, oh, wait a minute, like, I have a, in this world, this, like, you know, oppressive world we're all enlisted to play some role in that. Right. And like, I just think about, right. You know what I mean? And, um, and I think about like, um, you know, like in Black for Palestine, like one of the things that's been really powerful about that space is like circling back again and again to the, the fact that like black people are actually like, not only not the only oppressed people in the world, but there are times when we are enlisted in the oppression. You know what I mean? Like, um, like we have comrades, you know, in, in Blacker Palestine who are Ethiopian, who go to Palestine and see Ethiopian Israelis on the checkpoint. And they're like, whoa, like I thought we were the oppressed. And now I'm looking at like, this is a person who looks like me and speaks my language and is the oppressor, right? Or, or even the re-
0: like, um transferring oppression. Do you think it's a case of that?
1: Oh, wh- what do you mean when you say transferring?
0: Like, cause they're like kind of like when you be- when you're oppressed and then it's not healed and you right. transfer it to <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> and- right. You know, you know.
0: know- I cut off in twenty five seconds because Instagram. Has an hour long. Okay, so we can turn it back on.
1: Okay, cool, cool. Let's do that. I've got. Um. All right, we'll we'll do that. We
0: won't take um, long. Enough, but yeah, I want to cool. properly give you your time.
1: I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. I'll come back to that question.